0: Hello, and welcome to the Locked On Flyers podcast for Tuesday, March 8th. It's your daily dose of Flyers news, analysis, and high-quality content that has a lot to say about the return of Jack Eichel and the Phantoms this week.
1: My nemesis is popping up already.
0: (laughs) All right, let's get it going. Your Locked On Flyers, your daily
1: podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
0: Thanks for making it Locked on Flyers your first listen every day. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Flyers. You'll keep up to date on all the Flyers news and our episodes. You can also email the show at Locked on flyers at gmail.com. I am Rachel Donner. You can find me on Twitter at rmiriam. I'm here as always with Russ Cohen, who's on Twitter at Sportsology. Today's show is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them locked on sent you like i said in the intro on today's show we're going to be talking about the vegas golden knights and our matchup against them tonight and it's tuesday so we're going to travel up to lehigh valley to talk about the phantoms Lockdown Flyers is free and available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. So subscribe and you'll get all of our episodes here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. So not much roster changes going on according to practice yesterday. Russ looks like Jerry Mayhew is subbing in on the fourth line this time instead of Max Willman and uh, Kevin Connaughton is still out after that hit he took in the last game hope he's doing okay
1: mm-hmm. yeah me too um yeah good for Mayhew I guess you know you don't want to develop Max Woman either so at least they're being consistent
0: oh god I'm sorry like what else are we supposed to say no it is I do want to say something because jerry mayhew while he isn't like the most ideal player you want in your lineup you know given all the injuries we've had this season but when he is at his best he's been on a line with playmakers and so to put him on the fourth line is not as useful i think that's true no you're right
1: that's another point
0: although patrick brown has been i think better in some cases but better just means better than the status quo it doesn't mean great either yeah, i just
1: think better means he wins face
0: yeah exactly so he creates opportunities for them so mm-hmm. he could go it could go okay but again fourth line so it's not like make or break in this situation but when you're up against a, a tougher team like vegas you know every little bit counts so mm-hmm. I do hope that this decision is the right one. Um, Obviously the right thing to do is keeping that Farabee Brassard, Atkinson line Mm -hmm. together and then everything else just kinds of plays out and there really much else you can do with those puzzle pieces. Nope. That's true. Uh, Sealer of course uh, checks back in, in place of Kevin Connaughton and uh, Carter Hart is in net for the flyers tonight. Uh, I think it should be a really interesting game against Vegas, Russ, uh, for a couple of reasons. I don't think Vegas is as strong as maybe we would have expected them to be. Now, granted, they have struggled with some injuries. Um, Most notably, Mark Stone is out right now. Braden McNabb is out right now. And so, you know, and Nolan Patrick, we'll talk about that. But Looking at their overall statistics, they're not really strong. They're pretty middling across the board. If you're looking at scoring chances, you're looking at Corsi four percentage, you're listening you're looking at all those things that measure success over time. Vegas is kind of just above halfway in the league,
1: yeah, I think they're a little better than that. I mean, there have been, you know, when when Stone's out, that's a big deal because he's great defensively and offensively, and he he plays. With a good amount of grit, too. Patrice had been in and out. He's always in and out. Uh, they, look, they're not a perfect team, but when you have guys like Petroangelo and such, that's a lot that you have to worry about as the opponent. And so Riley Smith, great speed. He actually is their best player this year, uh, him or Stone. So Riley Smith's still going to be in there. You know, he's going to get at least one breakaway opportunity, maybe two. That's what he does with stretch passes. So there there are still things you have to look out for. And I don't know if stats always tell the story on some of those things.
0: That's definitely true. It just kind of struck me because it was across the board. It wasn't just mm-hmm. one item here or there. It was across the board that they seem to be, you know, slightly above average. Yeah, and they're but, struggling
1: right now. Like they, they've yeah. been on a bad, you know, their last 10 have, have not been great. So that's not helping, you know, talking about them right now. We're we're talking about them at their low point, really.
0: Exactly. You know, they are uh, third in the Pacific right now, so still in a solid playoff spot. But they're fifth in the West. So if they were to kind of drop out of that top three in the Pacific, you know, the Central Division is looking really strong in the wild card spots. Mm-hmm. So it could be a struggle for them. They did win their last two games, uh, most recently against Ottawa and the Anaheim Ducks. But again, to your point, you know they've been struggling a little bit recently. I think the two biggest things for Flyers fans are, you know, we're getting to see Jack Eichel as a Vegas Golden Knight for the first time. Um, he did get the game-winning goal against Ottawa on the power play with 5.2 seconds left in the game. Pretty exciting mm-hmm. for him. Um, the Vegas power play has been one of the things that's been difficult for them recently. And uh, you know, they've been worse than the flyers since mid January on the power play, which is a difficult thing to do. I yeah. would say. Yeah. And uh, so that, that was a good boost for them, both for Jack Eichel and for their power play. Uh, he's got three goals total so far, three goals, three assists in nine games played for him. So I think that's pretty good coming back from the kind of injury that he did.
1: This is really good for him. I mean, we, we I don't know if we could have said he could do any better. I don't think he'll be like that old Jack Eichel all season. But I I have noticed him most on the power play in the sense that he's still got, you know great pass tendencies. He can move the puck around on the power play. He still has a, g- a good shot, but I don't think the shot's still what it would be. But on the power play, he could hurt you more than I think he will hurt you on five on five, but he is skating well. So, and you know, the fact that he's Jack Eichel, he's going to make plays out there. He is a playmaker anyhow. So you have to be aware of him on the ice. He is going to be a guy that they're going to have to cover. It'll be interesting to see if someone takes any shots at him. Cause I don't know if anybody's really done that yet. And so we'll, we'll see how that sort of uh, plays out.
0: The other big thing for Flyers fans is Nolan Patrick. And God, I just, I feel so bad for him because he has not played since that February 16th game where he got taken out by Nathan McKinnon in a game against the Avalanche. And um, it's just been a struggle for him.
1: It has. And you know, I, I, I don't know how many more of those hits he could take. I'll be honest. So I I don't know what, what kind of future he has left. Honestly, I I was kind of like, Hey, I think with Vegas, he could show us something. And then, you know, before that hit now, it's like, we're going to have to just see if he can get back out on the ice.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, he's only played 18 games this season with six points total in those 18 games and you know i really hoped that this would be a good reset for him and it seemed it seems like mentally it was Mm -hmm. it's just that his body could not keep up with that and uh, again my heart goes out to him and i wish him nothing but the best yeah i hope
1: he can come back again but it's going to be a tough one
0: all right, we're going to talk a little bit more about this matchup as well as the Phantoms coming up next. But first, we're going to hear about our friends from Bet Online.
1: Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fire coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And and it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. right to all your favorite sports and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts.
0: Thanks for making Locked On Flyers your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. It's nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts like us. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Russ. So given everything with what's going on with Vegas and what's going on with the Flyers, I think this is going to be a tough matchup just if you look top six to top six. You would think they could compete with each other, but uh, just with Eichel back and William Carlson as the 2C, I mean, he could be a 1C on other teams, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, and that especially that second line with Riley Smith and Jonathan Marchessault are... Yeah, it's a good line. Um, it's a really good line, and Eichel...
1: They do a lot of little things on that line.
0: They really do, and I just find it very difficult to believe that they're not going to get some scoring not to mention that top line with Eichel and Max Pacioretty.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the Pacioretty part, I mean, the Flyers have a hard time in the corners holding the puck anyhow, and he's a master at right. it. So the fact is, they're going to have to get the puck away from him, and that's not going to be easy. And then on the second line, they have a lot of speed. I mean, a lot of speed. And But again, these are guys that also can penalty kill, so it's not like they're deficient defensively on that line. They're not.
0: No, and I think the speed is the biggest factor for me, especially you know when you're looking at matchups and who to put out there up against these lines, that the way the Flyers' lines are constructed, the speed is sort of spread out amongst the lines. And I feel yes. like you need uh, to battle a team like Vegas, you need two guys with really good speed against each of these lines. And the Flyers really just have one. <laughs> Right.
1: Right. I mean, it is going to be a battle and you're right. It's one of those things where they have no problem shortening their bench. Like they shorten their bench. They, they have these go-to lines to go to. Not that the Flyers don't have a decent first two lines, but it really is more about the defensive pairings.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with you there. And, you know, they, they have, you know, Dadanoff for instance, who's on their fourth line, who is, on their top power play. And so when you have guys like you're talking about um, who can contribute offensively and defensively, and you have this, you know, somebody who's a fourth liner who can can contribute on the power play, it's going to be a challenge. So I think the Flyers are going to have to be extra aggressive on their four check. They're going to have to back check harder than they normally do. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing what maybe Oscar Lindblom could do in those board battles and in the corners Mm -hmm. to maybe you know, enhance what the Flyers can do and and, um, and get the zone exits that they need out of the defensive zone.
1: No, I think that's a good point because, um, yeah, dadnoff has got a lot of skill. So having that on the fourth line, if the Flyers went with straight line matchups on that, they would get hurt on that. Um, but, yeah, I think Lindblom would make sense, and Hayes is pretty good defensively too. I won't talk yes. about the other guy on the line because he doesn't play any defense. Um, but well, it's just the way it is. But with those two, you do kind of wonder why is that the third line then against this team?
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I it's I it's a tough personnel decision because I understand why Mike Yo is doing what he's doing, but I just don't think the matchup is going to work out. Really, no matter what he did, so he tried to mm-hmm. spread things out and hope for the best. Honestly,
1: I mean okay as well as scott lawton's playing on any universe should he be a 1c
0: no no so that's what i'm saying like i, I understand it in theory but in practice i don't know that it's going to work out but i certainly hope it does you know
1: it's kind of like yeah don't worry scott if big faceoffs happen claude will take them but it's like but you're putting him on the first line now so now he's going to match up against Petrangelo like I get Scott Lawton's been playing well this season but he's not ready to face those guys a whole game and ex- still expect the same results like I think we have to be realistic about that but I don't think Mike Yeo is realistic about it I think he's looking at the hot hand theory going all right we'll we'll do it this way
0: yeah so uh we'll see how that plays out for the Flyers tonight. Certainly hoping they can get a win out of it and make it I don't know if two is a streak, but two is a start, in my opinion.
1: Remember they've only won three once this three in a row, once this year.
0: It is true. It is true. All right. We're gonna switch on over to the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Also struggling to put some wins together uh, we did see that Wade Allison was assigned to the Phantoms has not played yet in a game but hopefully that will be coming up soon for him Felix Sandstrom was back in net on Friday night for his first game back since an reoccurrence of an injury. But man, the Phantoms are just on the struggle bus that keeps going. Uh, Three losses this past week. One to the Providence Bruins. Two in a row last weekend to the Charlotte Checkers. We talked a little bit about those games yesterday in relation to scouting at that game for, you know, a potential deal with the Florida Panthers. The Phantoms are still in seventh place in the division. Probably not going to make a playoff run at this point. I would say definitely not going to make a playoff run. They're not making a playoff run. At this point. You know, there was room for it, I would say, a couple weeks ago, and especially when they were playing better, but I, I don't think so anymore. So at this point, you know, we're looking for wins when they can get it we're looking for prospects especially guys that got some time with the flyers who are now sent down to have some success and and really stand out and you know i think that's kind of the the major thing that the phantoms have to accomplish
1: i think you're right about that i mean looking at things and again i watched the um some of the game against charlotte like i thought cam york's playing fine but he has nobody to play with down there and that is my biggest problem he is not going to develop playing with that team down there right now he's better off developing at the nhl level it's rare when i say it but it's gotten to that point with like just the way they're using him it's like i forget who his pairing who his um, um pairing mate was but it's it's some it's not zamula it's not it's somebody who's not very good
0: well, I've seen. I know him it was Wiley. With, it was Wiley who's Wiley. still a little green. Mm-hmm.
1: Who's still a little green, and you know now it's like, okay, you want Cam to be the man, fine, but again, he doesn't have any real chemistry with Wyatt Wiley, and I've I, I don't seen it
0: know. though. His chemistry with Adam Clendenning is a little better, and yes, with Logan I could Day. see that, yeah. Uh, I think both of those two are better D partners for him at yes. the AHL level uh, than Wyatt Wiley. I'm not sure what they were doing there with that pairing, but I, I do think that Cam York does have room for growth and development there in the right setting. But well, don't you feel re- like
1: with Wiley, he was trying to do too much?
0: That Cam York was trying to do too much yes. with Wiley?
1: yes. Yeah, because I I don't feel like Wiley was pulling his weight and I saw York doing everything, blocking shots, trying to do puck retrieval, trying to literally do more than maybe you want him to do. Like, that's what I was seeing on some shifts.
0: Well, you know, on the Friday game, I would say I, I would tend to agree with you on that um you know a puck went off his skate for one of the charlotte goals um he did get an assist in that game Mm -hmm. he scored a goal on wednesday so i think he had some really good moments i think just the team is in such dire straits and he cannot do everything by himself to your point in terms of him trying to do everything out there so you know you, you may be right that coming back to the nhl is the right move for him i think in limited minutes to start off with in mm-hmm. and a little bit sheltered and slowly building up those more challenging minutes at the nhl level might be the right move
1: yeah i kind of feel that way and i kind of feel like
0: all right we're going to talk more about the phantoms coming up next this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer, from from expert mechanics to beginner do-it-yourselfers. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whatever you need for your car, you'll be able to find it and get your car in shape. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, continuing our conversation about the Phantoms, I do want to make sure that uh, we mention again, we did yesterday at the tail end of the show, but uh, just sending out healing vibes to Jackson Cates. I haven't seen an yep. update, but he did uh, come out of the game on Saturday uh, where he had a really nasty spill into the boards and hit his head and was stretchered off the ice but he did give a thumbs up on his way out so um, I think they're just trying to be extra cautious right now and uh, we'll see what's going on with him over the next couple of days but uh, it was a little scary out there for a while.
1: Yeah it was I mean I, I really do hope he gets a full recovery gets to play a little more this year that would be great.
0: So, you know, looking at the weekend overall, I think you know, it was it was difficult to watch that first game against Providence because they did really play well overall, but the PK was very weak. They allowed 2 and 5 for Providence, which basically killed them in the game overall. They'd been up three to two after going down zero to two. And, you know, they had limited Providence to only those two shots for the first eight or ten minutes of the game. And both of them went in. It was just brutal.
1: It is. I mean, you know, Providence plays a lot like their big club. And unfortunately, so does Lehigh Valley and, and the Flyers at times. And and you know, and they do have a lot of the same problems.
0: Further in that game, they allowed a, um, a power play goal to go down four to three. And then uh, Hayden Hodgson committed a penalty for a hit on Blake Hillman, wound up with a three-game suspension. So we did not see him for the rest of the weekend, which I think was a problem because he's been providing a lot of their offense over the course of the last few weeks, um, on the Providence side, Jack Stunica got a 10 minute major as well, uh, in an incident with Clendenning. Denning. It was just a mess.
1: The, um, the Hodgson thing, you're right. I mean, he has played well for them. So certainly that's something they had to adjust to. You know, the other thing I'm noticing is, and, and this is always a worry, and I don't know if it's happening in every game cause I couldn't watch every game. I wasn't home a lot this weekend, but I've just watched some video, uh, Guys are definitely taking some liberties with Morgan Frost, knowing that he's a top prospect. And actually, he's not even on my prospect list anymore, right? Like, he's played enough pro games, but he's, just, but he's still a prospect in the organization. So just so people know the difference, like, he's played a lot of pro games. But he, they are taking liberties on him because they know that they could get some reaction from the other team where that doesn't really happen. It's not been happening to him at the NHL level. Like, I saw he got tackled one game. He's never gotten tackled at the NHL level. And this is where the Flyers have to sort of ask themselves the question, what's better for this guy?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It it has been really difficult because they're I don't think they put him in the best position to succeed down there. Now, they did put him on that line with Hodgson, but then he got suspended. So that's mm-hmm. like another couple games without him. Um, and then in the next game, he's on a line with Wilson and Sandine. Again, not the worst, but also not ideal. He just needs to be playing with NHL players.
1: Yeah, Wilson's a dead spot. Every time Frost has given him the puck, how often does he get it back? Like, Wilson loses the puck a lot. He likes elbowing guys in the face. That's what Wilson likes to do.
0: For me, the one bright spot in a lot of this uh, was Isaac Radcliffe. Um, He got assists in both goals of the loss on Friday. He's been playing with Matt Strome and Connor Bunneman, and I really like this line. I think they have uh, pretty good chemistry, and it allows Isaac Ratcliffe to do what he does best. And I I think that is the best position for him to be in for the Phantoms if he's going to get a chance to come back up to the big club.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think they're putting him in a similar role. And so for him, it, it does make sense. I'm with you on that.
0: The other thing we need to talk about for the Phantoms this week is goaltending and Pat Nagel off for a month, really not doing well in his first couple of (laughs) games. You know, again, the team around him, not that great, but Pat Nagel, you know, 15 saves on 19 shots in one of his games, and that is not going to win you anything right now.
1: No, I mean, but I'm not going to blame him. I won't. It's too easy. It's not all his fault.
0: No, he needs some warm-up time. In Felix Sandstrom's return, he had 27 saves on 31 shots. Again, the game was not good on Friday, but it was good to see him back in net. So hopefully both of those guys will improve coming up this weekend. The Phantoms have four games this week, one tonight at Hershey. Friday, they're playing Laval, which will be fun to see Saturday against Hartford, and then Sunday again at Hershey. So that should be a a pretty big week for the Phantoms. Hopefully they can uh, get it together. That'll do it for today's show. We'll be back again tomorrow with a recap of the game against Vegas, and we are going to be talking Paralympic sled hockey, I'm so excited, with Ann Kimmel of Locked On Preds. As a reminder, we always want to hear from you. Send us in your mailbag questions via Twitter at Flyers, or you can email us at LockedOnFlyers at gmail.com. I'm Rachel. I'm on Twitter at R-Miriam. That's R-M-I-R-I-A-M.
1: I'm Russ. I'm at Sportsology, S-P-O-R-T-S-O-L-O-G-Y.
0: You made us your first listen today. Now make your second listen Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Hosts Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the experts of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts.